Welcome back to the Midday Conversation as we are on every Friday at 12 noon. Uh, my name is Vus Maupa coming to you live from our headquarters in the Department of International Relations and Cooperation that is in Pretoria, Tswane, the capital city of South Africa. Thank you for joining us wherever you're joining us from, DSTV, Triple Channel, Triple Eight, wherever you are. Uh, if you're joining us online, it's ubunturadio.com. Uh, let us know what you think of this show. Hashtag the Midday Conversation and engage with us on the social platforms, uh, tagging uh, Ubuntu Radio ZA there. I will be able to see your comments. Uh, with us now, it's a very interesting speaker. Um, uh, yes, uh, Mr. Lutando Maclina, uh, There, We're going to talk to him about all things uh, small uh, enterprises. So we're going to look at the role of SMEs in economic growth and development in South Africa. As you might know, we have, uh, as a democratic government of South Africa, has been faced with a number of challenges to redress the socioeconomic imbalances of the apartheid regime since its democratic dispensation in 1994. This has included reducing the unemployment rate, which stood at about 20% in 1994. Uh, this is according to the World Bank. Um, the unemployment rate has lately uh, escalated to about 32.9%, according to the statistics of Africa uh, recently. This makes South Africa as one of the countries with the highest unemployment rate uh, in the world, the South African government has adopted the range of policies for dealing with the unemployment challenge, the latest being the broad pol- policy framework known to you and I as the National Development Plan, otherwise the NDP, which aims, listen to this, to create 24 million jobs by 2030 with most new jobs uh, introduced in the labor-intensive manufacturing sectors, according to this document. The NTP objective is to reduce the unemployment rate by 6% uh, by 2020, uh, 2030, a decrease of about 26.9 percentage points in today's term, uh, which is the, from the current rate of 39 uh, or 32.9%. Small businesses, SMEs, play a critical role in job creation and economic growth. However, um, there's evidence suggests that the sizable number of SMEs um, discontinue or cease to exist within the first five years. Some of the reasons for the discontinuation of SMEs include red tape, lack of funding or support. And whilst we're struggling with that COVID-19 pandemic, um, put more strain on the already struggling SME sector, according to the business tech, existing debt, lack of cash reserves, outdated financials and no access to relief funding and an inability to operate during lockdown forced closure to about 42.7% of small businesses in South Africa. Uh, I won't have this conversation alone. I'm joined on the line by an expert that, uh, an expert that can tell us more on this. Um, uh, I'm sure you're wondering who this is. I'm joined by uh, Mr. Lutando Maglina, or Maglina, uh, who's joining us from the um, Masizane Fund. He's an investment associate from Masizane Fund within the Pan-African Investment Saving and Insurance Banking Group, the Old Mutual. At the fund, Mr. Maglina is responsible for transaction execution in the SME space. So we're talking to the right person here. He sources, assesses, and implements transactions across different sectors of the economy. He has been in the private equity death industry for over seven years. Prior to joining Old Mutual, Lutando was with the Public Investment Corporation, PIC, as a private equity and analyst, mainly responsible for executing 
transactions in the whole African continent. These were debt and equity transactions across various sectors, uh, including the financial services, automotive, healthcare, e-commerce, telecoms, and a lot more. Mr. McLeaner, thank you so much for staying with us and joining us. Hi, hi, Vusi. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. All right, Lutando, thank you once again for being with us uh, there. Um, Lutando, just want to get a, a notice man there in the... Are you, are, we, are you calling us or are we calling you from the Eastern Cape, I suppose? No, no, no. I'm, um, I'm here in Joburg. I'm here in Joburg. We should have had you in studio. My understanding was that you are somewhere in the coastals. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. So I think... I think when we when we first spoke uh, last week, uh, I was in Durban at the, at that point in time. Uh, we were we were attending the manufacturing in Daba at uh, Durban ICC, but I was there for uh, I think for about three days, and then I came back. So, as I'm talking to you right now, I'm actually at the office in Sentin. Oh my goodness! We should have arranged for your uh, for your traveling. For you to join us live in studio here, it would have been nice to uh, see you in person and have this conversation with you live in person. But uh, how are things going in the Masses and the Fund? How is work treating you so far? Uh, it's, it's the usual, man. We're busy trying to uh, help out as many um, SMEs as we can. As, as you can imagine, people need money um, and, you know, the state of the economy at the moment, you know, doesn't uh, look very good. So uh, we are busy, you know, trying to uh, process as many funding applications as we can, right? But uh, yeah, so that's, that's, uh, it's the usual. Right. And uh, tell me, do you want to tell us a little bit about the Masses and the Fund? What, what, do, you, what do you guys do there? Um, if you just break it down for us, for someone that doesn't know Masses and the Fund, the work that you do, and uh, just to let us know a bit what you guys are up to there. Yeah, okay. Uh, so basically, uh, the fund uh, um, basically looks at uh, financing uh, SMEs or providing financial products or right. solutions to, uh, to SMEs. Um, and as you can imagine, I think if you just look at the, uh, at the state of the economy, right, uh, and the issues that we are, we are, we are facing as a country, you can imagine that the SME space is largely crowded by people from, you know, uh, previously disadvantaged uh, backgrounds. Right. So as part of our funding package, you know, we sort of like focus, you know, on on, on certain criteria, which will sort of like try and uh, address some of, you know, um, those past uh, sort of like um, uh, what you call uh, past imbalances, right? So... What I mean by that is that uh, our funding requirements, for example, minimum funding requirements, uh, look at you know fifty-one percent uh, sort of like black ownership uh, in the business, uh, or any sort of like naturalized you know South Africans, right? And I think when we say black, uh, it includes I think uh, the, the the broader you know definition of black, not only just black people but also colored people, yeah. uh, Indian people, etc. Um, so we have an affinity towards um, businesses that are also owned by women, uh, youth, and people living with disabilities, right? So 
what what that means exactly is that you know if you meet um, some of those criteria, you know that's a that's a positive or that's a plus on your side. Mm. Uh, it benefits you in many ways than one, and the the, the 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 most obvious one is that in terms of the pricing of the you know of the loans that uh, we usually provide to SMEs, right? If you tick all the right boxes, you know the you know the pricing is is you know, is is is, is, um, uh, is more favorable than you would normally find uh, if you don't uh, meet uh, most of those criteria. Um, so as a fund, we uh, uh, I think the minimum uh, minimum funding size that we can do is two hundred and fifty thousand and all the way up to um, twenty million um, on a single transaction. Um, our you know our loans are usually between uh, I think thirty six months to to about sixty months. Right, it can be more, but uh, that depends on the you know on the situation at hand. Um, our I think our funding or our funding process you know takes about four to six weeks. Or we aim we aim for you know four to six weeks um, from the initial you know assessment of the application to 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 approval, but obviously um, sometimes that may take a bit longer depending on the complexities of the you know of the transaction, and um, what I mean by that is you know sometimes it's things like information flow right yeah. uh, how quickly you know can we get all the information we require. Um, if there are any sort of like structural complications in terms of, you know, let's say the models that we use, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you, know, you know, post that uh, approval process, you know, there's obviously, um, I think, one or two or three weeks. We, we try and minimize that period as, as much as possible where we will be uh, sort of like signing legal agreements and uh, ultimately paying away the funds uh, to the entrepreneurs. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm missing anything, but I think, you know, you probably have more questions. And, and so I'll be happy to respond to the questions, which will maybe to the listener, you know, uh, explain our funding model a bit more than I, I did on that intro. Sure. And, uh, Lieutenant, I'm not sure if you, could, you can still hear me. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, there's, there's obviously a reason why you, you choose SMEs, right? Uh, I suppose you, you only focus on SMEs. Is that the case? Uh, yes, that's correct. All right. Um, Lutando, let's take a quick break and uh, continue this conversation after. Um, and then we could uh, we'll, uh, continue with more um, details on this. This is Ubuntu Radio. Uh, you are joining us. Or if you're in the DSTV, that's channel triple eight. Otherwise, uh, DSTV, um, uh, that is channel, uh, I think it's channel triple eight. Yes, online it's uh, ubunturadio.com. It's Sek Bin Bush. Sek Bin Bush. All over your radio. This, this is Pastime Paradise. You get the best of my love for the rest of my life. T Connection. Now, still to come, we have the Pastime Paradise uh, Power Play. And today, I feature the mystery artist of the day is Bag. So, I'm going to be giving you clues as to who our mystery artist of the day is. And you tell me who this artist is, right? <laughs> But for now, I'm going to be playing you two songs, one South African, one American. The bass line is almost the same. So you tell me. You tell me if South African music is not the best. 
Yes, Papa Machene. I'm still in love with you. Pastime Paradise, Sundays, 12 to 3 p.m. Central African Time. We just couldn't make it. Welcome to Ubuntu Midday Conversation with myself, Vusi Maupa. Um, thank you for staying with us. And Lutando is still with us on the phone. Uh, and uh, Lutando Makrina uh, is an investment associate for the Masizane Fund, Masizane Fund of the Old Mutual Group. Um, Lutando, are you still with us? Yes, sir. Still here. Thank you for staying with us. I was about to, just before the break, I wanted to check with you um, that you, uh, you only focus on SMEs. Is that the case? Yes, uh, that's correct. That's correct. And what's uh, the size of SMEs that you normally uh, support? So, um, how do I answer this? So, so on this one, right, it's a, it's a combination of things, right? We don't have, uh, I don't think we have a specific, you know, requirement in terms of size, right? Um, if you are, um, I mean, I mean the, the one thing that I should mention is that, you know, we, we sort of like provide uh, uh, different types of funding instruments, right? It can either be, you know, debt, uh, preference shares or convertibles or sometimes even equity, right? And so, you know, on the debt side, right, uh, depending on the size of the loans that you advance to uh, an individual company, right, they are some uh, requirements you know from the from the i think from the national credit regulator right that um you need to be you need to be registered and if you're registered you can only provide you know uh, loans of a certain amount to a certain amount right. and then the company needs a certain turnover right and so i think to to sort of like avoid uh, uh, uh avoid finding ourselves uh, in a situation where we are now have uh, uh, we have to exclude I think certain SMEs because of you know uh, of the nature of how you know the National Credit Act is structured or the you know the uh, the guidelines thereof. Uh, we we then decided that you know in terms of you know our minimum funding size we're going to start at you know I think uh, two fifty, uh, and that then you know uh, I think um, deals with the issue. Uh, of having to have a, a minimum requirement in terms of size, in terms of uh, what size of a business do you do you find? So we we uh, we started two fifty, but in terms of you know the SMEs that we fund, right? There's no requirement in terms of size, right? right. Uh, I'm not sure if you know if that uh, if that makes sense. So we we have a minimum requirement, you know, for you know the minimum funding that we can provide, but in terms of the business itself. We don't have a specific uh, requirement to say that you need to have a turnover of, of this much or otherwise, you, you know, you won't qualify. But obviously, you know, uh, 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 we do have uh, sort of like internal preferences, but nothing explicit that would actually exclude someone because they aren't making a turnover uh, of an X amount. Right. Thanks for that. And uh, do when when you fund them, Lutando, do they have to pay back some of the funding? I understand you also offer loans. Yeah. So, like I said, you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a blended, you know, sort of like funding solution, right? Uh, so it can either be a loan, or it can be uh, uh, an equity type uh, investment, right? Yeah. Uh, I think 
you know, prior, you know, prior to me joining, uh, and I'm not, I'm not sure if it's still the case. Uh, I'd have to confirm, but we did, uh, as part of our funding solutions, also offer, you know, grants, right, uh, uh, to 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 actually make the funding a bit more affordable to the entrepreneurs, uh, because as you as you might know, you know, when it comes to a grant, right, um, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't have to pay that back, yes. and it will probably be a, a, an int- an interest free uh, um, uh, funding um, a funding uh, component of our package. So, um, yes, we do provide loans and those loans have to be paid back. And like I mentioned, you know, we offer loans for a period of between 36 months and sure. all the way up to six, uh, 60, 60 months, which is five years. Uh, can be, you know, uh, can be longer depending on the circumstances, right? But we, we normally just play within the 36 months to um, uh, to 60 months, uh, even on the lower side, right? Less than 36 months, we can look at that. But those are usually facilities like uh, you know overdraft or, or uh, and, and 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 other similar types of um, uh, of funding structures. But we haven't um, we haven't done a lot of those, right? We just play to our cost strength, which is providing you know uh, let's say medium term to 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 long term loan facilities. Now let's turn to to the SMEs that you you fund. Um, in in your view, I mean, you'd understand SMEs have a, have a I mean little to larger role that they contribute into the economy, economic growth. That is, in in your view, on understanding, what are your numbers telling you about the role of SMEs in economic growth? And I'm talking about the GDP. It could be the local economic development. Say you're funding a company in Kumbu, um, uh, jobs that it creates. What are you seeing on the ground? Okay, so I think I think so. One of the one of one of the issues that uh, that SMEs uh, or that you know, I think financiers are probably facing right when it comes to funding SMEs. Right, is uh, one the availability of data when it comes to when it comes to SMEs. Right, because right. Um, for example, you'd find that a lot of you know, startup businesses or just small businesses in general, right, are being ran by uh, entrepreneurs with with one no knowledge of you know how to you know register a company, for example, right? Because once a company is registered, that information is captured, you know, via uh, a CIPC, right? Some do not know, you know, how to go about the process of, you know, uh, registering with, you know, SARS, registering for, you know, the UIFs, uh, VET, and all of that. So those are some of the institutions where you are then able to, you know, extract some credible data that, you know, you can either use as a researcher or as a, you know, as a financial institution. And what that does then is that, you know, in terms of, uh, trying to assess, you know, the real impact of, you know, um, SMEs, right? Uh, you then uh, run across an issue where, where you don't have, you know, sufficient data to mm-hmm. measure the true impact, right? You can only really just, you know, have uh, estimates. But, I mean, institutions like, I think, the World Bank, um, uh, through, uh, I think, one of their, of their pillars, which is the IFC, uh, the National Treasury, and... Uh, I forgot the other, you know, South African entity. A couple of years back, they did 
conduct some research on the SME space and in, uh, in SA. And some of the highlights from that report, I think the report is titled, I think, The Unseen Economy. Uh, the, the report is publicly available for, for anyone who, who would want to go through it. Um, I think in emerging markets, um, especially Southern Africa, you know, SMEs are one of the biggest employers, mm. right? Uh, specifically South Africa, I think in, in SA, uh, when I, you know, looked at that data, I think SMEs employ uh, about 50 to 60 percent, you know, of the, uh, um, of the total, uh, I think, uh, workforce. Right. Um, uh, there was also another report, I think, from uh, FinFind. Yeah, there's an, I don't know whether it's an organization or, or, or a platform, but there's a there's a. There's a report from uh, from uh, from FinFind, right, which was a- actually mentioning that I think uh, the report is probably dated between 2020 or 2021 or somewhere there. It was actually saying that over the past four years, when it was published, uh, when that report was published, uh, about 28% of new jobs, right, were created by SMEs, mm-hmm. right. And uh, if you look at, I think over the past decade or so, right, uh, the numbers actually go up to about 86%. Right? It's, it's sorry to cut you short, it's clear to me, Lutano, that uh, these SMEs, as you cite those numbers there, have a great potential to create these jobs, whether directly or indirectly, as you rightly quoted there. But but you also mentioned some of the challenges, uh, like filing with SARS and, and stuff. That's just on the admin side. I think for me, the real challenge that the SMEs could, I could argue that are facing is um, uh, currently the energy crisis that we, we're facing in South Africa. And this is immediately after the COVID-19. I'm sure as most SMEs were shut down, as I said in my opening during the COVID-19. Now you have a challenge of the energy crisis caused by ESCOM. Um, what, what's your take on that? What, what do you think would be the impact on the SMEs? On the SMEs? Yeah, so, look, I think, uh, as, 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 as you might know, right, even before, you know, the COVID, right, uh, or even before this energy crisis, um, SMEs have always been, you know, uh, experiencing a lot of problems, right? And some businesses, you know, end up, I think at, at the start of the show, you actually mentioned, you know, some stats in terms of, you know, uh, uh, within the first five years or so, you know, most SMEs, you know, uh, end up closing. Some businesses, you know, they never grow, or, or, you know, they stay, you know, uh, under the classification of an SME because of a number of, you know, uh, 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 challenges. So uh, with the, yeah, with the, with the energy crisis and uh, COVID as well, right, a lot of SMEs, you know, uh, where we're unable to, to, to continue operating because, you know, uh, a lot of those couldn't, uh, even now they can't afford, you know, an alternative source of power. So, when there's load shading, that means, you know, uh, depending on the stage, right? And for SMEs, every hour counts, right? So even if it's two hours, right, that's two hours downtime. Uh, if you require, you know, um, energy to, 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 to produce whatever it is that, you, that you're producing, right? So um, the energy issue is a, is a real one, right? And as a result, uh, as a fund, right, one of the things that, 
we uh, we look into when we are assessing an application or to, trying to 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 fund an SME. We go as far as you know checking whether the entrepreneur actually has, uh, let's say, a generator or other uh, alternative sources of power. I think a generator so far. Uh, I may be wrong. It's probably uh, it's not it's not cheap, but it's probably uh, cheaper comparable to other sources of um, uh, uh, alternative sources of uh, of energy, right? So, and our funding model, you know, we do sometimes go as far as looking into whether you know we can get you a generator that you can use, you know, during those uh, those late uh, load shedding uh, mm-hmm. load shedding hours. Um, and and as you as you can imagine, diesel is very expensive. I mean, if uh, I think it was a couple of months back uh, where Peak and Pay was reporting that I think uh, over the past financial year they've they've spent over over five hundred million uh, mm. just uh, just on diesel, right? So you can imagine that a lot of you know small businesses who can't afford one the generator, number two the diesel because the diesel is the most expensive over and above. Sure. Them the price of the generator. So a lot of those businesses couldn't, you know, couldn't continue because they didn't have any sort of like uh, uh, contingencies, right. In terms yeah. of power. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a devastating one, right. Uh, but, but we are trying to do as much as we can on our side to provide alternative sources of, uh, of, uh, of power uh, when it comes to uh, assessing some of these businesses so that, you know, they can at least have that business continuity plan uh, in place. It sounds to me that it must is right? It's a Masisizane fund. Yes, that's correct. Thanks. It's, it sounds to me that you, you do some due diligence around the entire business structure. I know um, if you can go to an extent of uh, providing them with such assistance, such as the alternative energy. It suggests that there's a lot of due diligence that you do to ensure that the the, the company itself or the, the SMEs itself um, is able to operate efficiently and effectively. Um, and it, when you assess those applications, uh, Lutando, do you um, see some reference to um, you know some saying with the international investors? Um, uh, you know, international um, uh, clients in, in the application? Uh, yes and no. Um, so I, I think uh, at the, you know, at, at, at the root of it, right, uh, the, the, the one, one of the issues um, that, that you, you see amongst uh, a, lot of, a lot of SMEs, right, is that one? You've got um, entrepreneurs from uh, the rural areas, right? Which is where we, where we try and focus on. Um, you also have, you know, entrepreneurs from you know peri uh, urban areas, you know, townships and, and and the likes, and then urban areas. So what you normally find is that looking at the broader definition of you know uh, uh, the SMME, right? Yeah. Um, I think there's an extended one which includes, you know, startups, micro and and smaller or what what that that that, that long abbreviation. So what you normally find is that sometimes people um, people with uh, you know certain educational background, right? They've gone right. to certain universities and they've worked, you know, at you know some corporate institutions and then probably got tired at some point and then went out and started their own thing. You find that, you know, p- 
people with such backgrounds, right, uh, are to a certain extent, you know, at an advantage compared to someone who's just purely an operator from Eslalin or from the townships, and they don't necessarily have the same background. So, which means that they probably have less knowledge of how to access, you know, certain markets, right? Mm-hmm. How to make certain connections, right? So, you know, you, you, yeah, then you find that, you know, uh, that to a certain extent does play a role in the type of, you know, clientele that, you know, usually a business has, right? Sure. The sure. type of funders that they have on their, you know, on their database. If you look at the startup space, for example, in South Africa, right? So South Africa, you know, is, uh, especially in Cape Town, it's like the, the tech uh, hub of, you know, of, of Africa. So the, the startup ecosystem in, 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 in South Africa is, is, is a bit advanced, right? Especially in Cape Town compared to, you know, the rest of, uh, the, rest of uh, the rest of Africa, right? And that's mostly, uh, in my opinion, right, influenced by, you know, the type of entrepreneur, the background that they have, the type of connections that they have. And then that also just opens up, you know, opportunities to not only local, you know, uh, uh, investors, but also to international investors. But, you know, for the average, you know, sort of like entrepreneurs from Eslalin and the townships, like I had mentioned, right, those yeah. people struggle to get access to such, you know, to such database, right? So uh, we do see, you know, those differences in our applications, right? But mostly uh, 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 our clients are people that, you know, have local, you know, uh, sort of local customers and local funders, right? If any, right? Because most of the entrepreneurs who come to us, you find that, They've been uh, self-funding the business. Some have actually even cashed out their pensions because of a lack of, you know, uh, access to, to 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 affordable funding, right? So we do see those differences here and there, you know, in terms of the clientele and the, you know, and the investors that already exist in the business. But I think to a certain extent, it's just influenced by the type of um, um, the type of relationships or connections that a person has. So if you're from you know, a disadvantaged place, let's say, you know, in the Eastern Cape or Limpopo, right? Um, it's it's usually a bit difficult to 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 have this the uh, um, the same access that an entrepreneur who's sitting somewhere in the suburban areas of mm. you know Cape Town would you know would normally have. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that that's a that's a great observation there, um, Lutando, and and it, it's sadly or it's sad that. Um, Whilst these challenges do exist and they persist to do exist, um, you know the pace of technology is is it's you know it's moving at a very rapid rate. Um, do do you think you know our SMEs in South Africa in particular are adapting to this fast pace? I understand our SMEs in the rural villages, the the you know the digital divide that is there between. Um, uh, the villages and, and, and the cities. But from, from where you're sitting at Masisisa and the fund and the, the role um, in your analysis, do you think our SMEs uh, are fast adapting to the fast-moving pace of the sophisticated technologies? Um, I don't want to say no uh, completely, uh, but uh, to, to a large extent, you know, they, I, don't, I don't think they are. Again, this is just my opinion. Yeah. Um, and in, in my mind, one of the key drivers behind that, right, again, it's it's linked to, you know, to the bigger economy, right? 
look at our infrastructure first, right? Our physical infrastructure, hmm. and that uh, that 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 also just touches on you know the the main issue at the moment, you know, ESCOM, right? Hmm. Um, so if you have an unstable electrical infrastructure as a start, right? Well, that that should already tell you something about you know your your your, your technological infrastructure because it it thrives off of a stable uh, uh, you know uh, underlying sort of like economic infrastructure if you get what I'm saying yeah so it's 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 going to be very hard for businesses to actually you know adapt quickly you know uh, uh, co- compared to you know let's say the 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 the, the first world countries right if you are struggling with, you know, with what we we consider to be, you know, a basic uh, a basic need, so something like electricity, right? So um, you struggle with electricity, then you're gonna have, you know, poor infrastructure when it comes to telecoms, and those are the, you know, mm. data or internet service providers that we need to rely on, you know, to to make sure that, you know, we 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 get access to all these, you know, technological developments. If you get my drift, right? So. Uh, because of you know one of because of the underlying challenges, one I, I, I don't think a lot of uh, SMEs you know are adapting you know to you know to this you know to- technological improvements right, right. Uh, and then just number two because of a lack of knowledge and know how in terms of how to use some of these platforms or how to access them right that that just adds another layer you know, of difficulty, right? Right. Um, but again, uh, I think the third uh, the, the third thing that I would mention uh, is, is what I had already mentioned already, that uh, also I think, you know, uh, background and knowledge uh, uh, sort of like plays a role to some, to some extent, because like I said, if you look at the startup ecosystem and, you know, uh, in, in, in South Africa and more specifically in Cape Town, a lot of those uh, businesses, you know, are tech-driven, right? There's a lot of funds actually uh, in South Africa at the moment, venture, venture capital funds whose strategies are mainly just centered around uh, funding, you know, uh, businesses with solutions that have a tech backing behind them, right? So it, in as much as it's a very important thing, I think a lot of entrepreneurs are actually still missing out on that mm. because of just, uh, you know, uh, uh, some underlying issues that we're facing as a country. Mr. Lutando Makina, uh, an investment associate for Masisis and a fund of Old Mushwal. Thank you so much, Mr. Um for such insightful information you've shared with us today. Uh, we're certainly looking forward uh, to engaging with you more. Um, it sounds to me you have uh, much more intel and intelligence around the SME space. So we can't wait for more um, collaboration and uh, conversations with your with yourself and the institution that you represent. And once again, we do apologize for the technical glitches that kept us waiting uh, for so long before we do connect to you. Not a problem, sir. Not a problem. Uh, it was my pleasure being here as well. Thank you so much. And how do our listeners interact with you if they wish to do so? Okay, so we have um, we have uh, we have a website uh, as uh, as Masizane. Um, the I think if you go to uh, if you go uh, on Google, right, you can just type in www.masizane.co.za. Uh, we do have uh, a contact uh, contact number that uh, that you can reach us on. 
the number is 060. 060. Yeah, 583. 583. 9999. 19. That's 19. Yes, yes. Uh, if I can repeat it, it's 060-583-9919. And we, we also do have an email address that you can send an inquiry on. Uh, we actively look at our inquiries box each and every week hmm. uh, so uh, please do 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 hit us up uh, the email address is masisizane inquiries as, as one word masisizane inquiries at oldmutual.com masisizane inquiries at oldmutual.com thank you so much uh, we so look forward to talking to you again soon all right. Thanks. Uh, before I leave, uh, also, we do have, uh, I think, uh, a LinkedIn account. We do have a Twitter account and a Facebook account. And across all three platforms, it's at Masses and a Fund. At Masses and a Fund. Got it yes. loud and clear. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. Thank have you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. That was Mr. Lutando Magrina, an investment associate of Masses and a Fund.